Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today originally started due to the pandemic, making sure you covered your face. Now my guest is making lifestyle goods to brighten your space. Please welcome the owner and Orlando creative behind Cover Your Space Girl, Helen Miranda. What's going on, Helen? Hello, hello. Thanks for having me here. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate you having lunch uh, having lunch with me during my lunch break. Um, my first question always is, what is your favorite sandwich or lunch? Ooh, okay. So I'm going to be basic with this question. Go ahead. Or this answer, but it's the chicken tendy sub from okay. Publix. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, if I'm closer to like downtown Orlando or th- something, I'm going to go with like Medianoche. Okay. For sure. Where do you get Medianoche from? Um, so right now, Black Bean Deli is okay. kind of like my go-to. Gotcha. And then how do you take, how do you take your chicken tender sub? Do you, uh, how, how, what's the, is it covered? Like, are you doing like buffalo sauce? What are you, what are you doing with it? I'm doing just honey mustard. I'm going to do lettuce, tomato, pickles, chicken tender, and then maybe like a pepper jack cheese or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that. I I love, (laughs) I I always, I'm always curious about people's lunch order and how they kind of order things. So, and by the way, that's very, that's like, you're, I think you're the first person ever to tell me chicken tenders actually, (laughs) uh, which is not a bad thing because I do enjoy a good chicken tender sub. Uh, you can't go wrong with anything chicken. Um, so I spoke a little bit about in the intro how you originally were doing like masks with your mom, um, doing cover your, you know, do cover, do making and originally it was called cover your face girl, which yes. I, I love. <laughs> then in like April of this year of 2022, you became cover your space girl. Tell, tell folks a little bit about your brand and kind of how talk about the evolution and how that all that kind of went. Absolutely. So during the pandemic, of course, the need for masks were was up high. So I was kind of like, okay, this is easy. You know, everyone was liking it. And then I was getting to the point where I'm like, okay, masks are becoming less and less of a thing. I'm going to need to like shift my focus somewhere. So that's when um, the idea of cover your space came about. And of course, I love that play on words. So I'm like, what's a good transition? Uh, Let's do space. I love anything galactic, and I also wanted it to be kind of like, well, your space, like your area. So that's kind of how that name came about. Okay, I love, I love, I love how you did that, and the fact that you, and then how did you? Was there during that transition of going from your, you know, cover your face to cover your space? Where you, I know, I know when I saw you at events, you started, you still had masks, but then you kind of were doing like a transition. So it was kind of like one area was masks. You still had it because obviously we were still at, at, you know, during that time frame. And then you also had everything else that you were doing. So what, um, tell people a little bit about like if they were to go onto your website, what exactly would you find when you say, you know, something for your space, galactic, all that, like kind of what, what would be some of the things that, how, how would you describe, um, if someone goes to your brand, goes to your website to find out about it? Absolutely. So it did start kind of like with the 50, 50, where I was just like, I'm going to ease into this, um, selling your art's kind of vulnerable. So you're just like, is anyone going to really like this? Like, this is me. I'm putting myself out there for the first time. Mask was different. Like it was just like, okay, you need it. Here it is. Here's some fun patterns. Um, so when you go on the website now, you will have a couple mask fabrics that you can choose from, but you're going to see anything from like hand painted totes. You're going to see stickers. You're going to see, um, different prints and things like that, or like any paintings and also, you know, things that you can decorate your home with. Yeah, no, I, I think, I, I think it's super great. I love the fact that you celebrate all things unique, uh, you know, and, and I love the, I, 
I know you have a thing for ghosts. At least that's what it looks like. A lot of boo, a lot of boo stuff. Yes. Um, you know, where, where's the fascination with the, with the ghosts? I've always been a spooky girl like okay. growing up, just like my mom would go hard on Halloween, make us costumes and things. So I can't, I think that just kind of like translated into my adulthood. Okay. And then of course, like the art side, just experimenting, just having fun, doing things that make me smile and hopefully put like smiles on other people's faces as well. What? I, I, I'm kind of curious since you said your mom and everything in Halloween and everything favorite costume as a kid. Ooh. Um, so one time she made me like a fifties diner costume okay. with like a little poodle. Okay. So that was kind of cute. And you know, we had like the soda fountain floats and things like that. And geez, that's just, awesome. Like, one of those. Yeah. Like those costumes you'll never forget. Yeah. yeah. Thing. And what, what about as an adult? Cause since I, obviously now that you're a creative, are you like, are you going all in on Halloween too or no? I absolutely do. So okay. this year, um, for the gnarly barley pumpkin, the drunken pumpkin patch, yeah. I was like, well, let me make myself a pumpkin head. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't want to carve a pumpkin. So I went yeah. ahead and did like cardboard in the area that I had at home, some tape, some paint, and just kind of like made this pumpkin head for myself and just kind of put it on at the show. And everyone was like, this is great. And I love that. And then of course, anything makeup related yeah. is such an easy addition to a costume. Yeah. So I did a lot of like zombie makeup this year too. I, I love it. I love all that stuff. I love when people get to figure out a way of how to use their creativity to either how they get dressed, how they do anything. And, and when it comes to all those Absolutely. things, um, one thing that I love is that you also do a lot of like hand painted reusable accessories as well as like the fun quirky home decor. Is that something that you've always just been into having to do with like, you know, doing like, especially the tote bags. Cause like you, you actually hand paint the tote bags. Yes. So I do not know how to screen print. So yeah. I'm just like, uh, oh, by the time I learn how to screen print, I'm just going to like knock this out real quick with like, yeah. you know, through like my hand or whatever. So, um, yes, it does take a little bit more time, but I feel like every bag is so unique and it's so fun to do and they're small batch. So I make like five at a time of each print and everything every time i like make more it's a little different from the original i was gonna say you have like a kind of like a template of like hey this is the thought process but you right. then that's the beauty also of at the same time it's like hey i'm getting a one and one of one almost because it's each one's original it could be a little bit of a tweak absolutely and whatnot absolutely when i see someone with like a strawberry tote in the street. I'm like, I kind of know what era of Helen that was. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, that's like the OG strawberry print because it has like the dots on the back or whatever. So like I can tell kind of like what stage I was at during that time, which is kind of neat too. It's kind of like a little timeline. I love it. It's almost like a different, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's like almost like a different variation or, oh, this is version 2.0 or right. this was, yes. Oh, this was my, my dark phase or this right. was my more <laughs> I wasn't feeling colors. it that time. Yeah. That, that leaf is a little <laughs> bit off, but you know what? <laughs> what do you, what do you do when you get in a creative rut? Ooh, that is tough because I feel like as artists, we have that burnout where we, we like create, 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 and then it just kind of like we blank out. So during that time, I usually just like to go to Disney with friends or family or just hang out with friends, things like that, that kind of just like inspire me again and kind of remind me, okay, this is what you're here for, you know, and then that kind of just like helps me get out of that rut a little bit. I like that. I've had some people tell me that in the car. They'll do it like they won't play any music and they'll just get lost in their thoughts. Uh, another popular one, which does happen to me sometimes, is in the shower. Mm. Um, taking a hot shower or whatever. Right. I've gotten those. Um, and then other times, yeah, the, you really can't go wrong getting taking advantage of Disney in the sense of like 
there is a magicalness there is everything's very thought out and it's kind of a, a fun thing to be able to kind of look at yeah we'll just go in walk around i love photography as well so that kind of inspires me and just you know the beautiful sunsets the breeze anything like that and i'm just like okay that resets my soul a little bit okay yeah. what about how where do you keep all your ideas at um my notes app on my phone filled filled with stuff if i come up with like oh this would make a great sticker or a great tote like put it in my app real quick so okay yeah do you uh do you take pictures too or are you just like writing or just ty- literally typing in the in the notes section i'm just typing it in like a little check mark so okay. that i can go back to it and then like once it's complete i just do like a little chick and it's so satisfying do you ever <laughs> do you ever go back to it whenever you are in a rut and kind of look at like your old notes of what you have what oh you've absolutely done there's there's tons see? of stuff that i haven't even like scratched the surface on or like found time to like sit down and kind of just like develop. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's always a, that's always one. What do you, so let's talk a little bit about, let's dig a little bit deeper into the whole idea. Cause I know that originally the way it kind of started, obviously a lot of people started businesses during the pandemic. I know that you originally were in the hospitality business. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about like, are you, are you doing right now? Cover like, you know, cover your space girl. Is that full to a full time, your full time job? Currently it is. Okay. Yes. So, um, I was in hospitality for a huge travel company. I was a concierge for 10 plus years. Um, so when we got furloughed during the pandemic, this is when I started the mask stuff. And then I went back to work for a little bit, like six months. And then our whole Orlando branch closed down. So wow. we all got laid off, got a severance package so that kind of helped me for a little bit. I'm like, you know what, as long as it works out, let me just ride this this market thing out because like markets were still happening not as frequent but they were still there and people were wanting yep. to get out of the house so i kind of just took advantage of that um i would like to make this still my full time i yeah. think i'm having a lot of fun but i still just have to figure out logistics and like hey is this doable mm-hmm. no i get <laughs> so. it i get it what i was gonna say what's the hardest part or what have you learned along the way um from going this route because kind of in some ways sometimes you do get kind of thrusted in when like a situation where you're like, Hey, I actually can do this. Um, or I have, I might as well do this since I don't have, I'm not currently working right now. So what, what do you think has been the hardest, the hardest transition of going that route of trying to do like either finding markets or, or, you know, things like that, Pre- preparing, trying to figure things out. What, um, you know, what do you think has been one of the hardest parts of it? For me, the hardest was getting out of that mindset where I felt like, I had that job that was steady, that steady income. Because with markets, you don't know what kind of crowd's going to be there, if that's the ideal crowd, if they're in the buying mood. So you kind of like put all your time and effort into these markets, and then you're just like, well, now you're at the mercy of the goers. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's the most tough for me is like that balance of like, okay, I'm not working that nine to five anymore. This is more like, Am I putting myself out there enough or like things like that for sure that I, and I totally agree with that. Cause you just never, you just never know what, what you're going to get. And Absolutely. then it's like, and then it's like a lot of it is also the fact that I've talked to others that have kind of said, you know, Hey, Oh my God, you have to help market it just as much as the, the person who's marketing the event, Absolutely. because obviously you want people to come and you want new customers and you want the repeat customers. And, and it's definitely, um, it can become it it, be, it can become it's it's very stressful. I Absolutely. I try to make it I try to make it not a stressful thing where I'm like oh well, it's like exposure. It's this and that, but at the same time, like 
I'm also putting a lot of time into this, making, mm-hmm. preparing, getting stuff done. You're constantly, one thing that I really, I really appreciate is the fact that you're constantly showing the behind the scenes, but you're also showing like, Hey, I'm trying to improve, you know, my displays and trying Absolutely. to do different things. And a lot of it is just like an evolution of kind of like one, what you learn from other people. Um, but that's always kind of the the big one, right? Is like that whole trying to figure out. And then at the same time is what market do I, what markets, like, how are you, how are you deciding between markets? Cause sometimes there, we, we have multiple markets, There's especially so now, especially yeah. now in this part of the year, like this, you know, that, that, that fourth quarter is usually the one where the market explodes, where mm-hmm. everyone's trying to have a market on a weekend. And then it's like, which one do I go with? Which, what do I do? How are you, how are you deciding which ones to go with and kind of which markets have been, what, what do you think have been the most effective markets for you? So at the beginning, I'm like a people pleaser. <laughs> so I couldn't say no. Like I'm still at this point trying to like unlearn that. Like, hey, you can actually say no. Like it's it's okay. So at first I was doing like everything that was thrown at me just for the exposure. And then I was doing and I'm like, oh, I'm here. Like I'm giving my all. Like this is like the loading, the unloading. Like all the things that aren't seen when you're doing markets, it's like, you're like unpacking your car. What is it like four times? Mm-hmm. Cause you're like putting it in and taking it out, putting all back in. And then like, do you want to unload your car after eight hours of standing on your feet? Not really, but you, you know, you try and do it. So, um, a lot with that it's yeah. <laughs> that is, um, yes, that is definitely the one where some of my friends will even ask me like, why, why do you do this? And I'm like, it's just, I'm like, I like it. I'm like, but then those are the parts at the same time that I'm like, like I, my wife will laugh at me when I have an event and she's like, how come you still haven't prepped? And I was like, because I'm like, I don't want to do inventory again. And I don't want to do like it's, those, the monotonous stuff, but it's also like very labor and tech extensive, you know, trying absolutely. to get everything done. Absolutely. And then we, I, I, you know, the other thing, then loading your car and, and your car becomes like a, a game of like a puzzle or Tetris. Tetris for sure. Where, yeah. Yeah. And then that whole, I, th- I think I heard you on the other podcast that we're saying like people always offer to help you and you're like, no, no, like, let me do it. You don't want to be rude, but you also just want to like, Hey, like, let me just, cause I know exactly where everything needs to be. Um, and to get back to your question about like what markets I should do and things like that. So you do one, you kind of know like, Hey, like maybe this isn't for me. So next time around, you know, to skip it. <laughs> or I actually try and give markets at least two shots Mm because I feel like season wise, um, I don't like doing markets during the week. I feel like the crowds are different. So maybe like Friday, Saturday, Sunday is ideal. So I usually try and do like markets like that. Um, bazaar is always great for me. Bazaar Botanica over at Ivanhoe, um, mellow market over outside of owl's attic. Great show. Milk Mart's always a blast. So things like that where you can plan ahead and like try yeah. and like you're consistent. Those in. are your, like your consistent yeah, mainstays. And absolutely. then the rest are kind of like, okay, which ones will pop up that I can actually go to absolutely. and do. Uh, and yeah, and that's always kind of the difficult part is trying to figure out like, which is the one that I want to get into or how do I want to, where do I manage my time and kind of look at. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's good to try all kinds of markets. Like I know for sure, like I'm not that farmer's market kind of vendor, so I'm not going to do like Lake Eola farmer's market Sundays. Like that's not me. Like that's a lot of people going in for fruits, veggies, those little powdered dips that you can like mix into cream cheese yes. or whatever. Yes. So like that's not my crowd. And I mean, I, I'm okay with that. So I need that more like that indie craft 
crowd that are a little a little you know weird in a good way because I accept that weird and you know things like that so no I'm I'm with you 100% on that like I I think that um there's some those the farmer the farmers markets and things like that are a little bit different if it was something that was like I'm more of the monthly kind of like I needed to be a bunch of different vendors I like having a variety of different people doing different things um so you mentioned, and it's, this is, and I'm kind of always kind of curious when it comes to creatives, when they're doing it, like you said, it, it does put you in a vulnerable spot because you're, you're creating things. There's, there's your, your stuff, your, there's like a spectrum of everything that you kind of have with when it comes out and you have, and I like the fact that you have everything from pins to stickers, um, and prints. And sometimes I think that that's kind of like, you know, the hard part is like trying to figure out like, what is it that, you know, some of it re- resonates perfectly with you. How much of it do you get? Um, how how much influence do you get from like your customers saying, "Hey, what about something like this?" Or I know you you've done polls as well like that, and I'm like, so tell me a little bit about how you kind of use the your use kind of like your customer base social to kind of get you give you some input or even help you with ideas. Absolutely, that polls function on Instagram is like a game changer. Um, and I also feel like it's so fun to get everyone involved too. Like they're not just like looking at you trying to shove product down their throat kind of thing. Um, so a lot of the times I do like, um, asking, you know, people or like also at markets, they'll see it as a sticker. I feel like the stickers are easy for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, here's a sticker. And then they'll be like, Oh, do you have a pin out of it? Or do you make hats or do you have this on a tote? So like at that point, when I hear like certain things kind of start popping up in conversation, I take a note of it, write it in my app when I get a chance. And that kind of like, I'll come back to it. And then like, if I see anything, I'll be like, Ooh, yes, this is what people want. Like they want the Viva Puru, you know, in a pin versus a sticker. Let's do that. And yeah. things like that. So, and what I, and what I think is great in the sense of when it comes to art being like being artistic, like how you are, the fact that it's like a low, I always tell people, I'm like, it's such a smart idea because I'm like, yes, I'm in, I do a lot of t-shirts, but like stickers enamel pins are like my favorite things to have because of the fact that those are, those are like, I kind of, I look at it two ways. One, not as, not, not as big, <laughs> uh, to carry around. It's uh there's no sizing variant, variant sizes, which is like, God knows how, at least, at least twice a market I get. Do you have this one? Oh no, I, I didn't bring that shirt. It's, sorry. It's on my mm-hmm. website because you can't bring everything as right. opposed to like your stickers and everything. But the other thing is it's a great way to bounce an idea. You come up, like I tell people when they're like, Hey, I'm an artist. And I'm like, well, have you made it into a sticker? Cause people, people will buy. It's like a, also a low entry point to, to be able to support oh, you and it adds up. Uh, and oh, everyone definitely. loves stickers, whether you put it on something or you collect them and you have like a bucket full of stickers, which I do. Um, you know, I'm always buying stickers or doing something just because I'm like, I love them. And then I'm trying to figure out where I want to put them. Absolutely. And that kind of got me into the now me, maybe making some magnets for those that aren't uh, afraid of, or I guess they're afraid of committing to a sticker point. So magnets are also a great option. So I've been getting a lot of requests for uh, magnets as well, which I started one with um, a picture of my cat. So that was great because everyone's like, oh, a gray tabby. I have a gray tabby. And then they would buy it for them, you know. So I was like, oh, sweet. It resonated with somebody, but it's my cat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's kind of neat. That's awesome. I like, I love, I love that. I love also being the fact, like you said, the polls, trying to get ideas from folks and trying to gather that. And I do the same exact thing. I literally... Um, write down, I usually will write it because I won't put it on my phone mostly because I take pictures of every single person that buys from me. 
So a lot of times I won't like I should write it, but I, I, I literally write it down on like my inventory list mm-hmm. and I'm like, like, I'll be like, Ooh, a lot of people buy the cube, my Cuban, like I'm one of my new things that I'm buying. I'm just getting done now is everyone buys my Cuban bread. Um, and that like sticker. I love that. So I was like, Ooh, what if I made it an enamel pin? More people would buy it. So yeah. I'm like, so that's actually, I'm producing that now because people, you know, based on what people say to you, like, they'll be like, what about this? And you're like, Ooh, yeah, that's worked. And I mean, and I think that's like so important to be able to use that. Um, I also think that, you know, one thing that I also admire and I enjoy seeing whenever I see you at Marks is the, you know, we live in a, we live in a society where a lot of people, sometimes the vendors, um, and it's a little bit different when we do, I will say not to categorize them, but more like the farmer's market folks where they sit down and they're like, eh, I don't really, you know, if you want to buy, you want to buy. Yeah. Here's my jar of pickles. Yeah. Like, here's here my thing. Yeah. And it's nothing, nothing against them, but <laughs> right. they kind of like, they do it every week. So that's just kind of like their thing, like yeah. whatever. And for folks like you and I and, and other small people that do like markets like this, we're, we're, you know, we're excited. So we're like, we want to, we're standing up and we're like talking with you. We want to, we want to have that dialogue and that conversation. So my husband will tell me, Hey, you need to eat something when we're at markets. And I'm like, I'm in the zone. Like I, I thrive on markets, like the interaction, just seeing people's reaction to stickers or they'll giggle. And that just like our little candies for me, my soul just like fills. And then I forget about eating, you know, I'll have, um, at Milk Mart, we did uh, Black Magic Pizza. So he had purchased pizza for us both. I didn't eat it till after the show. Yeah. But it tasted better because I was like, what a great market. It's cold pizza, but you know what? Like, I'm okay with it because I had so much fun, like, interacting and coming out from behind petting all the dogs, which I like to put a dog bowl out. Oh, that's great. Because I feel like it brings, you know, not only you're looking at cute doggos, but you're like also like people are like, oh, which what you got in there? You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. another way of kind of like, here, let me feed your dogs thirst. And then you can like kind of gander at my thing. Do a little you know? gander. Yeah. Come yeah, on exactly. in. Come on in. Yeah. See what, <laughs> the water's see, fine. <laughs> see, see what I got. See what I got cooking there. Um, I'm the same way. I um, To me, it energizes me. It gives me some validation because obviously we live in an online, an online world. It's like online sales are great and I love them and yeah, by all means, like please buy, but I love the interaction and I love, and it gives you like that gratification and it also kind of gives you, um, I don't, there's like a certain level when you're doing something. And like, as you said, like, and I never looked at it that way. Like when you're in a vulnerable state of the sense of like, this is what my concepts, these are my ideas and they may be a little bit different than what you want. But when you get that validation of someone like interested, like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Or this is cute. I don't have a problem. People telling me my stuff is cute. I'm, oh, no, that's I'm like, like the best compliment ever. I'm like, okay? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm like, <laughs> I love it. I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. Or this is great. I'm like, I'll take all I heck. I'll even take you coming up to me and tell me this is a stupid idea because I've had people do that before <laughs> where I had one guy come and spend 10 minutes with me telling me why would I do a business like this? And I said the same reason why you've spent 10 minutes with me talking to me about oh, why I would do it. I'm oh. like, I've obviously gotten your attention. Right. I'm like, and you're not going to forget Something's me. stirring up in yeah. his soul by watching you do something who, you love. <laughs> who deprived you of sandwiches, sir? Who deprived you is what I want to say. Um, but oh no, but yeah, I, th- I, I think that's kind of the big, the big one for me. Like, and that's one of the reasons why like m- my wife understands. Um, and speaking of, you know, like you mentioned your husband, 
Um, how important and how significant is it to have the support of your significant other, your spouse, to be able to kind of like be there or be able to at least kind of, you know, kind of lift you up when times are bad, as well as also at the same time be supportive and be like, hey, you know, keep doing this. And especially if you, when I see him, I see him at all the events helping out, uh, you know, prepping and stuff like that and Absolutely. being be there. No, his support has been so great like yesterday i was telling him how much i loved him and i started crying out <laughs> i was just like thanks for loving me and thanks for accepting my weird and um just being there for me and like he just you know he works overnight at the post office so like he'll come home we'll go straight to a market so like sometimes he's like sleep deprived but he's there he's he's putting all my lights up like the first hour is just me doing my thing like we don't talk but like we know what needs yeah. to get done process and we're just kind of this like perfect team and then at the end of the night you know we just kind of it's it's great like it's wonderful and i'm i'm very thankful for him and then my mom too like before when i did the mass like her support as well it was it's great to have that kind of backing you know what i mean yeah no i totally get that i totally get that it, it would uh it definitely would make it harder if you didn't have um some of that support i think that's uh oh, absolutely. especially when you're doing markets on the weekend like i i'm trying to find a balance because I, I, you know, when people, like you said, like, Hey, you're not, why aren't you doing my market or what's going on with my market? Like, are you going to sell this weekend? Aren't you selling every weekend? And I'm like, well, some weekends I kind of need a, right. like there's a balance. It's, I'm like I'm a balancing not act. not just that artist. I'm a wife. I'm a cat mom. I'm a daughter. Like I also like, I'm very social. So I like going to brunches and friend things. And I feel like finding that balance is a little bit hard. I'm also greedy and I like doing markets. So I'm like, Ooh, I could be at a market today, but I'm celebrating a baby shower or, you know, things like that. And you have to remember that just because maybe that weekend on my schedule doesn't say there's a market doesn't mean I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing that a lot more for people who do um, I, I'm seeing a trend with that with like, I've even seen it with like folks that are like photographers and stuff like that, where they're like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I, you told me you were, you were busy, but you're like eating brunch with friends. And I was like, yeah, that is busy. Like that's like, there is a, there is a balance that you need to kind of be able Absolutely. to have because you're putting so much time into these uh, when you're creating your products and selling your products and doing all those things that you need you need that break sometimes because, um, you know, it, it can, can burn you out very quickly. Absolutely. I think it's very important to schedule things. Like I have to schedule in advance with my friends, like, Hey, what's going on this weekend? We're doing the pumpkin patch. We're doing like this fall. I went hard Halloween horror nights, like every weekend after a show, which everyone's like, you're crazy. How'd you go to Halloween horror nights after doing milk mart? And I'm like, honestly, the adrenaline high after a market, I don't know if that's like equivalent to runner's high. I mean, I don't run, like yeah, clearly, I don't but, run. Like, <laughs> but I'm assuming yeah. that like yeah. that, like that pump up, like, yeah, let's go, let's rage. And then you just keep going, you know, physically you're tired mentally. Like I wouldn't be able to like go to sleep yeah. after a market. Mm -hmm. No, I'm with you. It's kind of like how I feel when I go to like certain sport, like when I go to sporting events, mm -hmm. I'm the same way. Like, or when you, even like when you're watching a sporting event, like you get, you do, it's almost like a it's a euphoric thing and your brain right. is like, you're just, you're just amped. You're amped. And absolutely. so, and, and you're right. Like you're physically just tired, but your brain and everything is just like, let's go. I'm like, I'm super amped. Like I, and like, you can't go to, you can't wind down. Right. Um, so I, I'm totally with you. Like when I do, um, there's some markets where I go and you know, it's like in like the Deland indie market is one, a good example of that one. Deland. By the time I come home and I'm like, it's a long day. It's like, it feels like you've done, you know, it's like over 12 hours. Right. Um, by the time you finally get home and unload and do everything. 
And if it's a good market, that's I think that's the key though as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because if you have a <laughs> if you have a crappy market, you go to a crappy market. And it doesn't matter. It could be an amazing market, but it's a crappy market for you because right. you didn't sell well. That also is an energy zapper because then you're like, I could have been doing something else. Yeah. Or, or the fact that it's just dejected, de- like it's, you almost feel dejected yeah. sometimes. Um, and it could be, any, it could be anything. It could be just like, Hey, this just wasn't my crowd, um, mm-hmm. this time around. And I kind of like, you know, I look at it as I try to make everything a positive thing, but sometimes that does play a, play oh, a factor. Absolutely. I had a few weeks ago, I was at a market, barely anybody showed and I'm like, Oh man, this kind of sucks. But you know, whatever, like it's a new market. Like it wasn't, you know, <sighs> I don't know. I just, so I went home and I'm like, maybe Halloween Horror Nights, but like, I feel like with that mindset, like that I didn't sell anything. I'm like, uh, I don't really want to, the couch is looking pretty comfy right now. Let's go ahead and do like watch House of the Dragon or something like that, you know, on a Sunday night versus like, you know, walking around in the fog. So, um, yeah, I totally agree with that statement where it depends on the market. If it's yeah. good, you're amped and you're like, let's do this. And then like, if it's a little bit slower, you're like, uh, maybe, maybe some PJs, <laughs> Some PJs looking real nice right Nothing now. Nothing wrong with some PJs. <laughs> oh my goodness, absolutely. Nothing. And that's hard for me because like I'm trying to like become more restful as well. Like I used to equate pro- you know productivity with value. So now just getting out of that mindset as well has been kind of tough for me too. How do you um because of the fact that you mentioned scheduling, I'm kind of curious, how do you balance or schedule your time now because with you trying to do this more full time how are you like, do you have like a certain agenda or a certain schedule? You're like, Hey, I'm trying to do get like, you know, get obviously prepare for events, but also create product, um, and order product and stuff like that. Like, how are you, how do you kind of go that route of like, do you have a certain regiment or, or anything like that that you follow? I'm kind of just like a go with the flow. But last year with my first year being in like cover your space girl, um, I was learning like, Oh, I need to start Halloween earlier. I need to start Christmas earlier. So like if I wanted to start with like a November, you know, launch, I'm going to have to order stuff beginning of September. You know what I mean? Like, so you have to get into that holiday mindset earlier and you're kind of just like, oh man, this is too early, but like you need to order the things you have to make sure they come in product photography and then all that. So it's just kind of like, Hey, like, what do I need to do? Write it down, you know, and then just kind of count everything. Okay. Like I'm out of my orange bags. Like how many totes do I have? How many weeks do I have before I need to make them? Um, and then I just crank it out like the, you know, the two weeks. So I kind of had these last two weeks off. So I was just doing like little check marks on my list. Okay. I need to do these many bags. I need to restock my inventory. I need to make this new display that I want to try and like release on Sunday. So things like that. What, um, and you, and that's kind of one of the hard parts as well as like, cause it happens to me too. Like I sometimes will try to like try to plan so far ahead. Uh, and then sometimes it's, it's difficult because then you're kind of like, Oh, well I'm not even thinking about Halloween, you know, like right now I'm mm-hmm. like, it's in the summer, but you have to, Yeah, you have um, to. and same thing with like the holidays. And then when you finally do, um, you know, especially now and we're like at this weird, this disjunction now where it's like the Thanksgiving Christmas where, where it's like everyone starts doing their shopping. Mm-hmm. Like this is the one where your markets become, you know, that much more important that way you want to have enough supplies. Um, and, and it's kind of interesting cause like I'm learning that even more, I've been doing this for a while and I'm still trying to figure out, 
um, and I'm not good enough. I, I still have to improve on the balancing of Absolutely. scheduling. Oh, I should reprint more of these shirts now, like way before, before it gets crazy. And then you're like, oh no, I'm now near Thanksgiving. And I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. It's um, like right around the corner. I mean, I can't believe like already 2023 is like in a few weeks. You know what I mean? Like we're so close to that end of year. And, um, oh my goodness. What, um, what would you say is something what, so I'm always kind of intrigued to like, so obviously we're talking about like the balance of, you know, doing markets and everything like that. What do you do for fun? Like what's your, what's your recreation fun activity? So I love going to new coffee spots or if uh, someone's like, oh, there's a new donut at the salty or, you know, let's go to East End. I love East End. Um, things like that, like just going, checking out places. Like I have a group of people that were like, I don't want to say foodie. Cause I feel like that term's a little, eh. yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um, but we'll go and be like, Hey, have you checked out this new sandwich place or this new, you know, they got good steaks here or whatever, like things like that, like bring me joy or even just taking little day trips to like Mount Dora, love the wave Asian bistro, like the sushi there. Oh, amazing. Or just walking around, get brunch, things like that. So it's always just like experiences with other people that kind of like things like that. I'm always um, curious about that when it comes to like that whole, the, the recreational, the socialization part of it. Cause obviously we do so much, um, you know, in our own little world sometimes. Absolutely. So I'm always kind of curious on what people like to do. How do you, um, based on how, and obviously your the definition for this may change, may have changed, um, during, you know, from the beginning to where you are now or what you're thinking it is, but what would you say is your definition of success? For me, it's, um, waking up and just being able to do something you actually are proud of something that you can be like, you know what? I put my foot in that, you know, kind of thing. Like that's me, like that's me on a, on a platter. Like anything that kind of just like dulls you down, isn't worth doing. I feel like I'm just like extremely happy. It took me so long to even, you know, put my art out there, but I'll be 38 this year or in January actually. So next year, but, um, just making sure I'm still like this level of happy and just you know, like my authentic self is showing and people are like, she could be weird. She could be cool, whatever. But like, this is me. <laughs> I think, and it's funny that you say it that way because, um, so I'm 40, I'm 46 and I've learned, I've learned that in the beginning, at least for me as a child, I was always wanted to be like unique. Like I was, I liked the word unique mm -hmm. and I was had no problem being unique. And then there was a little tipping point where I somehow didn't, it became an issue for me where I didn't. And then I thought that was interesting to me because I, and, and obviously Delhi Fresh Dreads plays a factor in me being the, like going back to my world of unique mm -hmm. because um, it's a way of me, you know, I could, I could have done a clothing brand like everyone else, like my clothing, I, I know a clothing brand is something new, but obviously how I do it and what I do, I feel is very different. Um, and so I, I'm proud of that, but I also know that, you know, a lot of, it's the same kind of thing in the world where people will be like, well, you can just do a regular job and be done. Why are you doing what you're doing? Right. You could be making more money at a nine to five and some, you know, cubicle 
with no windows. I mean, I don't think it's that depressing, but like, you know what I mean? Like no, that's not that's not me. <laughs> no, and I get it. I get it. And that's to be honest, like that's the world that I like, you know, and that's the reason why one of the reasons why I like doing this podcast is because I love I'm I get inspired and I love whether they've been doing it for a little bit of time or years. I'm inspired by people who do who do what they love and do it all the time. Um, because obviously I'm one of those where at the same time, I kind of like being able to show the two sides because I, I have a full-time job with like, you know, the corporate in the cubicle world, even though I work from home now and I, but I also do like the, I do the markets and I do all the creative side because you can do both. It's just figuring out like what your formula is and how you can pull it off. Right. Um, which I think is one of the, the things that I find amazing on how you're at least, you know, how you're kind of doing it. Like, Hey, I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to figure that part out. And I think that's something that I think everyone needs to kind of hear is that there is no, there is no, there's no recipe to success. Like there's not one, just one recipe for success. There's right. multiple recipes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like if I were to do more markets, I feel like I could definitely take it on full time, but also like mentally, can I, you know what I mean? And that's also putting my husband in a weird spot too, where yeah. I don't want him to have to come in from eight hours of working at the post office, then 8am come to arrive. Okay. Oh, hey, can you lo- you know, load the car with me and like, yeah. let's, so it's just finding that balance and then also trying to make the most out of each market and being selective with the markets. I feel like that's going to be the key versus like, Oh yeah, I could do a Tuesday night market, but like, will that actually produce enough where it's going to make it worth it for me? So correct. Yeah. That whole, it's that whole balancing act of Absolutely. which one is it, which one is it the best, uh, the best of both worlds of my time and my money to be able to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And no. time is, time is of the essence. Like you, like you can't get that back. So you have to definitely invest in your time and, and choose wisely. <laughs> what advice would you give someone who wants to start or is thinking of starting something? I would say it may be scary at first, but just go for it. And honestly, with how the markets are, don't feel like you need to go in deep and like invest all this money, like start with stickers, start with prints, start small and then grow from there. Like I look at things that I was making a year ago and I'm like, dang, like I've grown so much and I'm offering so many things. Like my site now has 50 items and I'm like, what the heck? Like how did it get that much? You know? So I would just say, go for it. It's a little scary, but if you ever want to reach out and like pick my brain, just like message me. I'm like an open book when it comes to like new vendors. Um, I'm always down to like mentor or even just talk to somebody. I mean, I'm not like a, like a VIP pro, like veteran at this, but like, I feel like I've done enough markets where you kind of like, you know, accumulate all these little tidbits and, you know, things like that. So, so with that said, give me, give me your top, like, okay, so if I'm new and I'm like, Hey Helen, I've never, I'm about to do my first market. What are your top, I don't know, give me your top, uh, top ideas or concepts or tips that you would give me if I'm doing i I'm going to be doing a market, uh, one of of these, one of these indie markets that we're going to be doing. So, um, just because we're in Florida, tent walls are important weights as well. I've seen tents fly. (laughs) It's funny, but it's not, you know what I mean? So, uh, tents do fly. They, they do fly and, um, things like that, investing in a good signage. I feel like not having enough signs sometimes is a little, you know, you need to have something where people can see where, you know, like your brand or something, you know, or even like a little QR code, like Instagram, you can go in and like, you know, print out your QR code. I think that's important. So 
I think these are great and you're going to make, I'm going to interrupt you on some of these because oh, one, one you do have, I do love, absolutely love your signage because you have it set up where every, we live in a world where everything's flat tents, but you basically have kind of like a little, it's like a pole with like a little, with your, like your logo kind of standing almost like a little, like a like literally like a sign, like, Hey, I'm a brick and mortar, but it's my tent. Um, what made you like, where did you come up with that idea? And then the QR code, I, to be honest, I've never even thought of printing, printing or doing something with my QR code because that is something obviously that you want is more people to oh, follow absolutely. you in the age of like digital era. I think QR codes are becoming more and more a thing. Um, as far as that sign, I can't take full credit for it. I saw it from uh, zero Orlando. Um, she had a, um, almost like a, like a wooden sign out of her. I'm like, oh my gosh, it like sticks out so much. Um, let me go ahead and just ask, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like some people are afraid to ask because yeah. they think like, oh, you're stealing my idea, blah, blah, blah. And there are some people that are like that. Oh, Let's absolutely. Just, you know, just oh, to no. be clear. Oh yeah. <laughs> just to clarify, totally, totally. There's two spectrums. Where, like there's two different <laughs> Not spectrums. all vendors are created equal. <laughs> Correct. Not all, not everyone's open book like Helen or I. I, I could definitely tell you like for sure. Some are like, I'm a vault and no, you cannot. But yes, like this is my thing. No, I'm yeah. She was kind enough to be like, oh, yeah, this is like a flagpole thing for a boat. Um, and then you just buy a dowel from Home Depot or whatever. And I ran with it. I'm like, is it cool if I, you know, kind of adapt it to my thing? And she's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, go for it. And that's kind of how I um, started it as well. And now I've been kind of seeing like more and more yeah, pop I'm up, which I love. See, I do see more people doing it. Um, and, and it's one of those, which is funny because I originally had because I don't have a custom a custom made tent. So what I did was I had like a banner, but the problem is my banner, the banner was supposed to be like on that main strip of a tent. Mm -hmm. The only problem is that it would like sag down and there's no real way of holding it up. So I've tried like all different things and then it started looking kind of ghetto-y because I was like binder clipping and I just, after at the end, I was just like, forget it. So definitely something for me to consider. And tell me, share your the QR, uh, QR code Instagram tip. So if you go, I think it's like your settings and you go down a QR code and you'll see it. You can just like uh, save it onto your phone and then just like print it either on your computer or if you wanted to go and do it on like photo paper and have it like on a nice frame or whatever, things like that. So that's definitely like a good way to do it. Have you gotten a lot of um, traction because of that? Um, not, I don't, not sure to be okay. honest. Cause like, it's just like a little part of my table setup. So I don't really notice, you know, if someone's like, cause I don't know if they're taking a photo of my items or yeah. if they're scanning a QR code. What about, um, what do you, what do you do? I'm always kind of curious what people do when they go, Hey, do you have like a business card or do you have anything that you can do? Like, what do you, uh, what do you usually give? So, um, I used to do business cards and I'm like, uh, like how many business cards do I have that I like actually keep? Like they're just probably in like a drawer somewhere or probably in my car. So I started just giving out my logo sticker because everyone loves stickers. So I'm like, you know what? This is this is my Instagram name. Just type in Cover Your Space Girl, look for the Space Kitty, and you'll see me there. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so neat, a sticker. And then, like, I feel like that's more memorable than just handing someone, like, a little, yeah. you know. I usually do that, or I do, um, I created a postcard long ago where basically it's like, the front side was my logo mm -hmm. and then the back side is actually a picture of me and it comes with a discount code um, online and then it has like my socials on the bottom. So that way it's like, Hey, I'm biggie. And, you know, I'm like, you know, this is my brand. And if you, you know, if you're not interested in buying now, you can buy later. Absolutely. Here's a code. 
does it work? Do people do it? Uh, no, not really. Sometimes they do. I've had, I have walked into some people who have actually framed the little postcard, oh, that's which nice. I think is pretty, yeah. makes me feel special. That's so but, great. um, but yeah, I'm always trying to figure out different ways of how to get the word out and how people, cause like we, you're right. We're living in a world now where no one keeps, uh, I literally have like a bot, a box or something that I like throw all the business cards at. Yeah. So I'll on my, in my booth, I usually have like a little like written out sign. It's like, let's be social. And it'll have like my Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. And then, um, if they ask like further, like website, I'll, um, I do have like a little postcard that I put in with like online orders. It's like, thank you. You're out of this world. And yeah. then like with their name or whatever. And it has like a little uh, discount code as well. So I'll like insert that with like any purchase from the day or whatever. I'll ask for one more tip. And then I want to talk to you about, um, something that I, I really appreciate that you do on social. Do you have one more, uh, one more tip for selling outside? Um, for that, honestly, I feel like, um, maybe not be on your phone when you're at the markets. Like mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I'll walk into, and maybe this is just preference or the hospitality in me talking where like if someone's five feet away, you make eye contact or even just like a simple nod. Cause I feel like also like saying, Hey, from far away, people would be like, Oh, what, why, why does she want me to go in? So I usually wait until they're inside and then I'm like, Hey, welcome in or whatever. Um, so I feel like just being open, like you're at the market, like, be more approachable. You know, like I know some people are a little shy. I'm shy too. I'm like the extroverted introvert kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I have my moments, <laughs> but I would say just kind of, uh, you know, just when you're there, you're there, you know, like if you're going to check your phone, maybe check it like kind of discreetly or whatever, but you definitely want to like be that first impression. Like someone's going to be like, Oh, this is the person from cover your space girl. She was very, you know, approachable and friendly and I felt welcomed and that's kind of the, that feeling I want people to have yeah. and that that little tip that I would probably I like that no that's a, I think that's a great tip I mean if you're there and you're spending the money you might as well take advantage of it make the eye contact Absolutely. I also think to me one of the things that I at least what I acknowledge and I've said before is even if I'm not I sometimes find people from a distance are looking at my stuff and if you're not on your phone you're not seeing what's around so I one I love people watching uh, and two, I love seeing people. I love seeing people from a distance, especially if you're not busy and interacting, you can see people, how they interact with your, with your tent or your booth. Absolutely. Um, and you see them from far away looking, trying to figure out, making an idea of what is this. And then once you do that, then you kind of make that eye contact with them and you're like, Oh, why don't you come on over? We can talk. And then at least then you're having that dialogue, but at least that's something that I, I, I think you, you do miss when you're on your phone. Absolutely. Um, and that's always a tough thing to do because obviously, but at the same time, we talk about being on the phone. I'm, I want to, I kind of wanted to pick your brain because I, one thing that I absolutely love that you do, um, you do a lot of the stop motion, but you also do a lot of time lapse. Um, and you also do something that I'm, I, I will say I'm guilty of. I don't do enough of it. And I've had other guests tell me that, you know, content is king and it's totally true. But I want to talk about like how you do your time lapse, you how you do stop motion, how you sometimes will pack people's um, orders and do video of packing order. Can you talk a little bit about like your thought process behind that, and then maybe give some suggestions or tips on how how I can get better at it, and then, and how other people may be able to do it. Not that I want to copy it, but at least just to get a better idea of like you know thoughts and and what you're you know something you can provide me. Absolutely. So with the stop motion, motion time lapse thing, 
you have to get out of the mindset of like, oh, I got to create content. Because honestly, you're going to be doing that anyways. You're going to be packing orders. You're going to be at a market. You're going to, you know what I mean? Um, things like that. So with the um, time lapse at markets, I'm just like, oh, it looks busy. Let me go ahead and just set my phone up in a corner, put it on like wide angle and then time lapse it. If you don't use it, it's fine, but at least yeah. it's there. So that way you can come back to it and like, oh, I can make a reel out of this, put some cool tunes. It kind of just like, this is my day. Come set up my market with me. Um, the packing videos I love doing because I love that ASMR, like the crinkle, the paper, the tape, the, you know, the little cute stickers jumping into the package. Um, so that one, I use an app called uh, life Lapse, and it's free. Of course they have like a paid version, but yeah. like, I'm not so that, that is that a stop motion that you do when you do it? Absolutely. So what I would do is, um, buy one of those, like, I don't want to say like a gooseneck thing, but it like clamps onto your desk and you can put your phone in that way it's in like one spot. And then I kind of just do my packaging like that. And then let it take each, like you, you press it every time and then you move it a little, press it again. So it is a little tedious, but yeah. I think the end result yeah, is it's actually not one really of the, cool. Yeah, no, I think it's amazing. Every time you do it, I like, I always stop and watch because I'm like, man, I'm like, this is so freaking cool. And then at the same time, my brain is like, how long did it take her to make this? Because, you know, it's like every single step and you're like, oh my God, it's beautiful, but I don't know. I'm happy I have the time to do that. Cause like, let me be real. Like my online sales aren't booming. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'll get maybe like one or two a week and I'm like, Ooh, a, a cool, you know, video opportunity or whatever. So, um, that's kind of when I, I also I think it's great because people then see what else they're getting and they're get they see what's part of it. Um, another person that I think does a really good job with it is, um, Matt from just okay. Mm -hmm. When he'll like do the little videos, he's like, Oh, making this for Helen. I'm packing Helen's order. And I'm like, wow, I'm like, that's like really cool. I was like, sometimes I want to do that. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, they're doing that. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. I was like, even though I'm packing a lunch or whatever and everything comes in a bag. Um, but no, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I think it's, you know, um, I think people love seeing, the behind the scenes. And I think they also oh, love absolutely. being able to see more of you and find out because you're, you are the brand. Absolutely. Um, you're not just selling your art or your sticker. You're selling yourself. And that's what people are buying into is like your, your heart pretty much. And that's, that's what I put out there at the markets is, yeah. is all of me. Like this is pretty much who I am in and out. Have you ever thought of doing like an Instagram live while you're packing orders? Um, I have, but it gets kind of awkward <laughs> where it's like maybe like one person that accidentally touched it. Cause we've all done that where mm -hmm. we're like, Oh sure. We're, yeah. <laughs> and then we're just like, Oh, in and out. <laughs> and then you're just like, hey, Oh, never mind. Never mind. So I, yeah. I'd prefer just like the reels with like, no, some that's cool, smart. Some cool tunes. No, that's smart. That or the hyper, like a time-lapse one or whatever. It's a lot easier to do that way. It does get a little interesting to do. Have you ever looked at doing like the pop shop lives type thing where you, uh, set up live and you try to sell your stuff, um, that way. I've heard, I've heard of that. I know like dead disco yep, did that yep, and, yep. um, I'm very curious, but I don't know. I'm like kind of nervous about talking in front of people like that. I'm, I think I would enjoy it because you can make it almost like a show type thing. Right. But I'm, I haven't done it. I think it, it may be one of those where I'm going to basically not to sound like a, what is it called? Like a procrastinator, but I'm like, I think it's going to be a 2023, um, idea mm -hmm. that I'm going to try to be more consistent with that. Absolutely. Because I do think if I can find more people to kind of see my product and, um, and I know that dead disco has gotten great responses. I had another uh, another one of my guests, not cool co. She says that she like loves it. She thinks it's great. 
Um, and so it's one of those where I'm like, Hmm, this might be something to, to kind of think about. And I, and I'm always trying to figure out, I'm always trying to figure out ways because obviously people always can come up with ideas and be like, you should do this and you should do that. Oh, absolutely. That's like, yeah, you, every day I get something. Everyone's like, got <laughs> ideas. Everyone's got ideas. That, and then, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I'm like, and I appreciate all the ideas, but I also know that sometimes it's, yeah, it's easier to come up with an idea than actually doing it. Right. And I think that's the part where. You know, I think if anything, you should be very proud of yourself for the fact that like you had an idea, you came up with it. Uh, yeah, and the, I also love the fact that you evolved it because you went from this is an opportunity I could do masks to all of a sudden now I'm evolving and doing it based on my my own art because like the beauty of it is, and I'm assuming this is my assumption. You tell me you've had opportunities because of what you've created. I've now provided you opportunities to do murals oh my and other yes. opportunities. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Oh my gosh. So that was like a dream come true. I kind of just did like, cause you know, every few months you want to do like a reintroduction, like about me post cause you get like new followers and you just want to be like, Hey, it's, this is the person behind the, you know, the account. And I had posted um, I would love to get into muraling because I do it like for family and things, but I never got like a commercial job out of it. Yeah. And then uh, Liz from Skybird from um, East End was like, hey, I love your fruit. Um, would you be open to doing a mural here? And I was just like, what? Oh, my goodness. Like, this is this is incredible. Of course, I was like in my head, like, am I good enough for this? Like, I mean, she's seen my stuff. So clearly, like, yeah. this is what she's looking for. Yeah. And she was just like so amazing to work with. And I was just like over the moon about it. And even just to this day, I'll like, I'll go and I'll make sure there's no scuff marks on it. Cause people wait there while they're waiting for their coffee from lineage. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> so I'll go and like go into the bathroom, get a little paper towel and then like rub off the scuff marks. I'm like, this is my art, man. Like let's, yeah. <laughs> let's keep it nice, you know? Um, but, uh, it's been great and I'd love to get more mural jobs. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Oh, put it out there. Put it out absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it because, um, it's beautiful. Cause I, I, uh, especially since you have like the mural from the neighbors that Travis did, and then you have yours and it's like a perfect, it's just a very colorful, just a very fun, uh, you know, and the great thing is they're both very Instagrammable. So you want to take pictures in oh, front absolutely. of it and selfies and stuff. So I, and I kind of looked at that, like, I think that's a great, um, just a great avenue of just showing, you know, Hey, like you, you know, you kind of, and then the, you're right. Like I never really, I never even think of doing like, Oh, let me do an introduction of who I am. I just figure people know who I am or they're sick and tired of seeing my face on my social. So, uh, you know, but I love, I love that idea of being able to continue doing that. And, uh, and I'm super excited about that for you. Um, Thank how you. can people, how can people find you? How can people shop in, uh, online and add to some of the online salespeople? Come on. Absolutely. Uh, and of course, obviously go to markets and be able to see you what, um, you know, give them, give them where they can find you and shop for you. So on Instagram, I'm cover your space girl, as well as on TikTok and Pinterest. I'm trying out Pinterest for a little bit. I'm still trying to get the hang of that. TikTok. I'm not viral yet. Surprising. <laughs> Keep going though. Keep going. <laughs> but it, hap I'm kinda, it can happen. I'm kind of treating it like a video diary for myself because okay. I like seeing that progress from like my first show yeah. to like now and like how I've changed my editing and whatnot. Um, so on TikToks, cover your space girl as well. Um, and then Facebook, I think it's just like cover your space girl and then online cover your space girl.com for sure. Yeah. And the girl is G U R L. Yes. 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 Definitely. Uh, definitely want to do that. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much to Helen of cover your space girl, uh, for bringing on and having lunch with me today. Definitely make sure to check her out. If you're at any market in central Florida by for sure, definitely do that. If not, not in the area, no big deal. Go online, do some shopping um, at coveryourspacegirl.com. Um, and, you know, 
If you enjoyed the show, definitely make sure to subscribe. Make sure to leave ratings, rankings, stars. I don't know, bananas, whatever, all whatever. All the love. All yeah, the love. Yeah. All the love. <laughs> Corazoncito. Um, I, if you want to support me, definitely check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads. Um, obviously, I always tell you, but no one listens to me. So if you listen to me, please sandwich selfie picture of yourself wearing my stuff. Tag me. Um, and this is not and this. And, and I will use this moment as a P, PSA. This is for everything, for everyone, not just for me. When you go and you go somewhere, you find a brand, have a friend who has a small business, a restaurant you like. It's amazing what two seconds of you, even though you may only have, you think I only have 150 people. Guess what? That's 15 people, 10% of the algorithm that actually will meet and see what you actually produce and see. So I will tell you and I will plead you to please post pictures of your favorite people, favorite businesses, things, products that they have, tag them. They, it, it is, it is worth so much for all these businesses. Um, especially if it's like sandwiches, my brand, every other brand, all my guests, give them a follow. I definitely, uh, I know I went off on a huge thing, but I definitely, <laughs> it's just one of those things where I'm very adamant about this and I want, and if you listen to this end, I want you to be able to at least kind of show me and prove it and take a picture and tag my tag something, uh, of a f- favorite place and tag me on it. But, uh, thank you until next time. Definitely keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. Thanks, everyone.